0: Well, good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for May 11th, episode 2431. This episode is brought to you today by Kemen Equine. Happy Post Mother's Day and good morning, horse world. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news Doesn't is matter. really good. Jamie
1: and Glenn are here to guide you through another
2: week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome, welcome to, to Horses in the, horses in the morning. morning. That's very positive and upbeat. I like it.
0: <laughs> well, welcome everybody. You know what? You know what this week is, Jamie?
2: Um it's may
0: the second third i don't know i don't know yeah you said it's i like how you said after monday it doesn't matter because you're right it really doesn't matter day I'm like, the yeah, i don't know
2: so. is it may I, it could be february <laughs> it could be october i don't know
0: well, i know what week it is though It's Equestrian Artists Week here on Horses in the Morning, and we're starting off with a couple of really cool ones. We have Amber Dunmire on. She's with Wine Winnie. When I looked at all the artists that applied to come on the show, which was a lot more than we're ever going to be able to get on, uh, I thought, what really represents the quarantine and everything everybody's been going through. And then I saw that she paints wine glasses. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was appropriate. So we're going to have her on. She does horse characters, custom ones. So she does your horsey on a wine glass. And then we meet Jennifer Zungetti of Equine Ribbon Creations. And we learn about her amazing work, turning your old ribbons into amazing works of art. And we all have thousands of old ribbons sitting around. And then we finish out the show with Lynn from Jumping Nation talking about the new rules for showing with the USCF after June the 1st, which is causing quite a stir. So we'll talk about that all coming up on today's show. But first, there were several celebrities that that died over the weekend. And one of them because, that you and I really relate to is uh, Frankistanza. Jerry Stiller died.
2: Ben Stiller's dad, yeah, and I guess he was like
0: super old, ninety (laughs) two. He was one of those. When I told Jennifer, she said, "Was he still alive?"
2: (laughs) No, I thought. I mean, he's he was just timeless. Like he just seemed never aged. Like he was born old
0: and stayed old. I know because every time, because even in Seinfeld, how long ago was that? I mean,
2: oh my
0: Scientist gosh, was, well, 25 years. Yeah, and he was old. <laughs> so uh, He played, of course, uh, uh, he played Frank Costanza. And do you want to hear uh, just a little clip? Cause... You
3: know I do. <laughs> Doctor gave me a relaxation cassette. When my blood pressure gets too high, the man on the tape tells me to say,
0: Serenity now! <laughs> Are you supposed to yell it? <laughs> the man on the tape wasn't specific. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a classic and how he spent- many
2: people say that to themselves by <laughs> yes. the way serenity now. <laughs> no. I say that all the time like, oh, serenity now. <laughs>
0: there's been lots of people saying it over the last couple of months
2: yeah, yeah and I, then December 23rd <laughs> is Festivus Glenn
0: I know Festivus and Festivus. we actually were listening to clips we did no pre-show meeting today because we were just listening to clips I, I, we Frank. could have done
2: hours of, of <laughs> Jerry Stiller
0: He uh, he also was on King of Queens did you watch that
2: no, I love Kevin James, but I just... You know me. I don't do sitcoms with laugh tracks. Yeah, I really, you can't
0: do it. I know. you just I can't don't do, it. do it. And I could—I never just... I never watched the show. But he was on a thousand other shows, too. And he used to... He started out in the 50s performing with his wife. I mean, that's how they started. Uh, and he just continued in these all... And every role he seemed to have, he was yelling. <laughs> he just seems... Yeah. He was always yelling. It was his character. He was definitely typecast. So... Rest in peace to Jerry. Uh, and his son, Ben Stiller, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's... Uh, and apparently he, he died of natural causes. It was not COVID-related. He was 92. So here is uh, my Daily Winnie. Well, I have a birthday. Just one today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Julie Hansen, one of our terrific auditors. Happy birthday to her.
2: You know, you think you're a good horse trainer, right? So, Glenn, when I moved here to Oklahoma, before I moved, I taught all the horses to come. When I call them and your training tip of the day is every time you grain your horses, make a like I have a whistle and I would whistle every time I would grain the horses. So now when I whistle, they associate it with grain and they come running to me. I called it my tornado drill. And so now when I'm here in a lot of work, <laughs> yeah, you whistle, I whistle and they all come running to me because it's they like think food. they're going to
0: get goodies.
2: Yeah, it's so my tornado drill. So I, I we had a mother, which is Day good to party. have when you
0: live in Oklahoma,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's instantaneous. <laughs> like they hear that whistle, they're like, "Oh my god, food from the lady!" You know, so they come running. So here's the thing: um, we had a Mother's Day party yesterday. We actually had family over and like saw people. Everybody, you know, kept their distance and everything. But it was really fun. And to have it in our new house, which was awesome. Well, because- your house
0: is big enough to be distant.
2: <laughs> exactly. And and we put like patio chairs outside. and We had a really nice time and every- we cut up a watermelon. And there's all this extra watermelon rinds. And I thought, hey, children, would you all like to see something really cool? Let's take the back. Because if, if you're in my new house think of my property and I'm looking out into the backyard. The barn is way over to the left at the top of the hill. I'm in the middle and the property goes about equidistance down the hill and the horses were all at the bottom of the hill. And so to get past me, that to get to the barn, they have to go past me and then on up to the barn. But I'm standing there. I've got a bag of watermelon rinds and I'm like, Hey, kids, watch what I can do. I can call and Chad's like, this is really cool. Everybody watch. Um, and just when you think you're awesome, so I go out there and I've got my bag of watermelon and I'm like, <laughs> I do the whistle and they all pick their heads up and I'm standing there in the backyard with the bag. And I'm like, come on, guys. And they pick up their heads and they start galloping. And they gallop right by me (laughs) and go right back to the barn. (laughs) So what I learned, it's not me. (laughs) it's not me. It's the barn. They've associated the barn with the food, not the human with the food. And I'm like, y'all are going to, I'm such an amazing horse trainer. Watch what I can do. My horse is going to call them. And they literally looked at me as they gallop by me. Like, I'm pretty sure Duke. Well, for tornado drill
0: though, heading head directly to the barn is probably a good thing.
2: um, it's and I was like, suck it! Did they all go trunks. in their own
0: respective stalls, or
2: yeah, they all run into their stalls? No, <laughs> there's only one side of the barn that's accessible, so they all just kind of like wait outside, like to be brought in. So they just gallop up to the barn. Some the dominant horses go in the stalls, and the other ones just wait.
0: Do they go in the right stalls, or any any particular stall? we don't stall have out, right do? stalls oh, okay. here.
2: Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I I keep everybody guessing all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, gallop! I mean, right by me, and here's these children that were like, well, ready with watermelon rinds to feed the horses and all this, and I'm like, oh, sorry guys, <laughs> my horses are jerks. <laughs> they just go right by me. See it? They were like, that's amazing. It's like a movie. They're galloping up, and then they just shoot me a bird and
0: keep on going. <laughs>
2: Damn
0: it. Horses never Sorry. disappoint. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Throw the rind in the in the yard. It'll be it'll be eaten by something. Well, that's neat that you got there and that the family got to come out and see the new house. I know
2: it was awesome, and it's it's just so open and spread out that there was just no short. It was so fun to see all the kids in the backyard. There's seven children out there swinging, and and we had a. It was just really really fun. Lots of outdoor fun activities, so it was fun. Lots to drink, so you know there's that.
0: <laughs> there's that. What you is have Mother's Day?
2: To kill the germs, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this is an especially po- poignant Mother's Day for all the mothers who have been thrown into homeschooling. Uh, so an especially poignant one this you, year. Like,
2: like Lucas made me a shirt. Like, he and Chad like painted a shirt. Of course, Chad helped, and then he made a sculpture out of rocks. Like, took a bunch of rocks and and they like glued the rocks together to make it like the shape of a horse head. And it's, it's so cute. It's adorable. I'll also, I think, I'll take a picture of it.
0: You know what? Um, this year forced people to. Not get cards right, so they had to do homemade ones.
2: Let me call some BS on that. Oh, okay, husband, you ain't getting away with your kid making me a rock sculpture. Okay, this is the hardest thing that I have ever <laughs> done in my entire life. And you think I'm gonna get up with a rock sculpture? Uh uh-uh. uh, no, no, no. Did he buy you I, a card? I, oh, no, in bed last night. I'm like, oh, he's like, good night, happy Mother's Day. And I was like, I didn't talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought we'd been over this, but we need to revisit because I love the t shirt and I love the rock sculpture. There was all the Lucas effort that went into me. that. He had to do and that. He was with like, his Yeah, we, it was yeah exactly. We smell like all day on it. I was like, Yeah. And you know what? That's just great for Lucas to do <laughs> you that. Are a I was like, woman. Oh, oh, uh uh-uh. uh. He was like, I didn't realize that was your love language. I was like, This is hard flipping work. <laughs> And I've been stuck. Uh, uh. No, I was like, that's not going to cut it. Just so you know, what did you expect? I want.
0: This is your therapist now. What did you expect, Jamie?
2: (laughs) What were you I want something that uh, give me a for all the listeners.
0: uh, Chad's probably downstairs listening right now from where she's sitting.
2: Really quiet. (laughs) It used to be you
0: could hide and get away with talking about him, but uh now it's not as easy.
2: Listen, it doesn't matter what I expected. I just want you to do something. Okay, spent an
0: all day putting rocks together.
2: Mm Hmm. Yeah. Good job, Lucas. Way to go. (laughs) Um. Open your wallet. I printed up. So
0: Jennifer's (laughs) birthday was on Saturday, and we haven't been going to the store, so I couldn't get her card. So I found this program where I could make this huge poster. And it, it printed out in like 85 seconds, right, on your printer. So I finally put it all together, made this poster, and just printed it out. And of course, the freaking color ink starts to go haywire about three quarters of the way through the poster. And you know how it puts lines in where it's supposed to have colors, where you could sort of see what it was supposed to say at when the ink starts to run out? Uh-huh. And then I, you know, and then I was out of color ink. <laughs> So I'd spent all this time, like an hour, putting this together. And I thought, you know what? Kind of running out of ink... Is kind of what we're going out through right now, so it's kind of like you know life's only half there right now. So I just pasted it all together with my tape and hung it up, and I sa- and then I, I used the I used the same I used the same line. I said it kind of represents what we're all going through right now. We're kind of all running out of ink, so I just used it and posted it with pride. See, I mean
2: <laughs> that is beautiful. That's like a, you're taking a part of how the world is and you're making it I, into a positive. Because we all
0: kind of have to make the best of it right now.
2: Did you buy her something pretty?
0: Uh, No, I did not. Uh, But she doesn't really like, you know, her. She doesn't want stuff. So she did um, request, though. Do you know
2: what qualifies as pretty? (coughs) A new bridal qualifies as pretty.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I would get the wrong one. I learned a long time ago not to do that. No, no gift way.
2: cards qualifies pretty good.
0: <laughs> so Let I me th- just helped. She out, just right? wanted to get the hell out of the house, and because the parks have opened up here, so we went out to English Island, which I've talked about before, uh, which is a beautiful island that you know hundreds and hundreds of acres you can ride forever, and the, the paths are perfect for the cart and the horse. And it was the first weekend that it opened, and we thought, oh, there's going to be a lot of horses there because things have opened up. There's a lot of trail rides or, try riders trail riders around here. So we waited till a little later in the day to go. We normally go first thing in the morning. We went out about 2 o'clock. It was a beautiful day. So we get to the island, and we're thinking, oh, it's going to be people here, which we usually have this place to ourselves. And we get there, there was not a soul around. <laughs> nobody. It was wow. nobody except some fishermen. So we had the whole place to ourselves. It was absolutely beautiful day. We had a lovely ride. We saw multiple deer. And we never see deer there, because I think there's so many riders that the deer are just scared up. But there hasn't been anybody on this island for two two months so i don't know why there wasn't anybody else there but we saw deer and little babies lots of bambis running around and and scooter was good he was the first day he'd seen deer running out in front of him but he was good he just perked his ears up and and went on like oh deer it's okay so yeah it was it was very nice it was lovely
2: Good. It was I'm nice to get out, out of that
0: freaking house and farm and go someplace.
2: So, I mean, people are leaving here, like, no problem. I mean, I, I go to the store all the time, and there's always people there. I don't... I, I, what uh, it's, it's just nobody going to the store? Or you being like super protective?
0: Yeah, uh, us being super protective. We even have our groceries delivered, which actually I kind of like and might just <laughs> keep going after. Kind of like, <laughs> kind of liking that. <laughs> no hey,
2: browsing though. What's that? I say they can't browse if somebody's delivering it to oh, me. Oh yeah, you, know? you can
0: browse online. You just sit there and go through the aisles. They actually have it. They have it organized kind of like it's in aisles. So it's it's i've been having fun doing that actually jemmy did her first order where she had it shipped to her house too and uh uh she she sent me a text and said this is freaking awesome
2: (laughs) we 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 just had to buy a washer and dryer
0: did you oh oh, uh, for the new house
2: for the new house and yesterday um i can't remember You washed your clothes for the first time
0: in like four months
2: Oh no no, no no no! I'm really sad because because we haven't had one. I've been shipping the laundry over to the mother-in-law, and it comes <laughs> back like perfectly folded. It's awesome. Um, <clears throat> so I'm kind of sad, but same time, uh, I got this washer and dryer, and he's put he. The guy comes out, and he's like putting it together. There's two guys, and they're like putting it together, and they start running loads, and I, I was like, "Hold on, why are you running a load with nothing in it?" You are wasting time. I was like, (laughs) let me put some laundry in there, dude. Like, Let's fix it up. Let's put it in there. Let's get it going. Let's test it out. (laughs) Like, why are you running it empty? Anyway, that was my thought was like, if you're going to do it, can you fold it and bring it back? That's the thing I was thinking about grocery delivery. If they're going to deliver the groceries, can you guys like unbag it and take it? Oh, no, they put it on the porch
0: and run. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're, they put it right on the porch and run. See, uh,
2: I take my own shopping bags to the grocery store. That probably wouldn't happen either. Huh?
0: They, <laughs> oh no, they no, don't no, take no, the
2: no, bags no, back. No, 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 no.
0: And you're not supposed to use your own shopping bags right now. Uh, the Publix I don't even think so allows them right now.
2: The landfills are going to overfill with all of the to-go food boxes. <laughs> oh, let me tell you about landfills. Bags.
0: So we have in Florida oh. here. They don't pick up our garbage. We bring it to the to recycle center, and they take all. Everything you can imagine is at the recycle center, from old dead appliances to yard stuff to everything you can imagine. Paint, it all has a separate section at this recycle center, including your regular garbage. So you bring it all there. That place has been freaking mobbed. The section for for the household appliances and furniture has been stolen to the sky because everybody's cleaning for the first time in 10 years. So mm-hmm. it's been amazing to see the amount of stuff at the dump. I have never seen so many old tube TVs in my life. It's just been crazy. Hey, wow. speaking of uh, uh, throwing things out, I am discontinuing the HRN Live at Fives now. There's too much politics going on. It served its purpose in the early days. Nobody else was talking about this when we were we were covering it before everybody else, and I just think it's kind of dis- served its purpose. However... What
2: do you mean it's too, mu- too much politics now? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: You don't see your feed. it's become a Republican Democrat thing. So I'm just, it's just too much politics. So I'm just going to be, I, and you know me in politics, I don't like talking about it. So uh, just going to be discontinuing. However, we're going to be doing some more video for Horse Radio Networks, but it's going to be fun stuff. So we are going to be continuing some video. Um, I might actually bring back, because it got, was so popular, HRN Live at 5 as a different kind of show, more fun stuff. So just maybe once a week or something. We'll see how that goes. But for right now, the, the uh, coronavirus coverage, uh, on the, on you know, f- several times a week basis is uh, going away. You can find all of it being covered everywhere now. As I said, we, we were in the early days and we were providing coverage that no one else was doing at that point. So, uh, so and my life needs to get back to semi-normal too. So that's what that I just wanted to make that announcement and let you know. So if there's something relevant, like later on in the show today, we'll be talking about a little bit about the USCF rules and regulations for shows going forward. You know, as it's needed, we'll cover it here. Uh, But that's the scoop. Do you have some? Let's do something fun. Okay. Do you have some uh, first world problems? Did you remember to do that this week? I
2: did. I did them a little late, but you know what? People always come through. So you have some? Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. First world first world first world
2: Remember if you have an a horse, you all your problems are first world if they are associated to that. And I mean this includes the weather. Like Lindsay says, by the way, on Sunday night or Monday morning, depends on if I remember or not, I post in the HRN Auditors Facebook page, hey. What are your first world problems? And that's when Glenn, um, that's when all the auditors posted. So Glenn, tell people how they can become an auditor.
0: It's very simple. You just go to Horses in the Morning or network.com, either one, and scroll down the right side of the page. You'll see an auditor banner. And for as little as $3 a month, you too can help support the Horse Radio Network and the hosts and also become part of the auditor Facebook group.
2: I got to tell you, I, I, you know, I posted this really late, like my time, it was about an hour ago and I thought if, if I could just get two or three people, mm. We have a we have a lot of listeners that are ready. People have for this. problems, huh? <laughs> they got problems. <laughs> Lindsay says, I have time to ride, and the weather just got windy and cold. What is up with the weather right now? Oh, my God. It's it, they end, May. like
0: serious snow in New England. It, it's May. <laughs> it's middle of May.
2: I mean, it is. It, we had a record low yesterday. It was like 33 degrees in the morning. And I'm like, sorry, horses. Didn't know. Didn't blanket you. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Uh, Teresa says, I, this is Teresa. This is like my life problem right here. This is my equestrian first world problem all the time because you just never know. I left my poor ponies inside today because when I was leaving for work, the weather app said 50 degrees and a 90% chance of thunderstorms. Well, now I'm at work looking out at the sunny sky and the weather app says no rain until the exact time I get home from work. And now I feel like a horrible horse mom. (laughs) Curse you, Massachusetts. And I'm like, curse you, Oklahoma. Welcome to Florida. Yeah. 33 degrees yesterday morning and I'm like, oh my God, I'm the worst mom. They're probably shivering. Poor baby Stanley. Whatever. They're fine. Um, but yeah, leaving them in when it's nice is like oh it just hurts.
0: <laughs> yeah, well that's um, a decision we always have to make in Florida because you never quite know when that thunderstorm's gonna be there. It could be
2: or hail here. I yeah. mean, my gosh, we just had hail the other day and again that tornado drill really worked out. Again, because they come because they love me. <laughs> Aaron says, I bought a fun new custom side pole bridle for my mare, but when we went out on a hack yesterday to test it out, it was snowing. (laughs) What is happening? Um, Adrian says, oh my god. I scrubbed all of my water buckets yesterday because they were looking yucky, but now my horses won't drink out of them.
0: (laughs) Dude, right? Whatever soap you use. What is happening? They don't oh, by like the it.
2: way, did you see on my Facebook page what happened to me on Mother's Day?
0: No. And, oh my
2: God! I go out. I'm like, I've got two horses to ride before I need to get everything ready, and I, I've got like crunch time. i have got a certain amount of time. I walk out, and Bella come. Bella's my little basset hound, and she kind of walks out with me. She's do 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 do. Okay, and she's walking around the arena, and I'm like, I smell a skunk's nearby, you know, and then. Bella is like the least assuming dog ever. She just meanders. She's a basset hound. She is exhausted Her legs are from one inch sleeping. long. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, she, then all of a sudden, like two minutes later, she comes in the barn. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. She got sprayed by a skunk. My basset hound. Got How did she sprayed get close enough a to a
0: skunk to get sprayed? Right.
2: I mean, it had to. <laughs> she must walk have surprised them. And, like, its leg <laughs> she went it.
0: around the corner. and was right there.
2: <laughs> I mean, it she was, certainly guess, didn't chase it. <laughs> my arena's dog fenced, and so it must have just been stuck. And she's probably like, "Hey, what's your name? <laughs> How's it going? I'm Bella, and like, we're gonna hang out and be best friends." And it's like,
0: Peppy LePew. Oh, jerk. <laughs> Skunks are jerks. I know what you were doing yesterday.
2: Uh, God, I, I don't miss I'd them. Make.
0: We don't have them in Florida.
2: I had like crunch time, too. I didn't have enough time to do that. And of course, what I have to do, I'm like, okay, I've got to go get baking soda and peroxide and Dawn. And I could find the Dawn. But I just moved to a new house. I'm pouring through the old house. I'm going through the new house <laughs> trying to find the freaking baking soda. And So then I'm like, okay, i got to go run to my mother-in-law's house. And I'm like... Which is a mile away. And I go to the mother-in-law's house and I'm like, I need some baking soda and I need some hydrogen peroxide. She's like, "Mm, I have baking soda, but not the peroxide. I'm like, dang it. So then I have to go to another neighbor's house, the only other neighbor that I know. And I'm like, hi, knock, knock,
0: knock. I don't need sugar. I need peroxide.
2: (laughs) And she's like, oh, my God. Did you get dog sprayed by a skunk? I was like, (laughs) yes the worst she's like do you need some baking soda I'm like no I got that from the last album <laughs> to. come back make the paste bather now the only part in Bella's world that stinks is her face because it's just
0: in face. It's anyway. in, It's inside <clears throat> the nostrils and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's and she's a bass town. Poor thing. She must just be dying. They smell <laughs> everything. Um, Jennifer says, I keep missing the Heels Down happy hour because I run a beautiful barn, teach awesome kids, and have amazing horses, and I just don't have time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're doing a special on Thursday nights. That's what she was talking about.
2: Yeah. Well, Kimberly says that the East Coast-West Coast time difference is the problem for me. Work gets in the way of her fun. Um, Kayla says, uh, um, she said, I'm going to type this on my most Valley girl voice and I expect it to be read accordingly.
0: (laughs) Is this our Kayla? Kayla? Host Kayla?
2: Kayla? Yeah. Host Kayla. Like... Honestly, I have like so much to do because I like work in a barn, but my horse like doesn't even care. He's so distracting and needs so much attention and like, ah, doesn't even know when I'm busy. Oh my God. I want to boop his nose. I just love him so much. Oh, my God, this horse is adorable. He's, like, doing the little lip-flip. and yes, boob- her boob- 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 <laughs> boob- Oh, my God. I want to boop his nose, And too. we're going to have to
0: wrap on that one. Uh, because you have to talk about Kevin, and we have a lot of guests to get to today.
2: Um, So many good I'm so sorry to the rest of you that I ran on and on and on, because um they're really good. Okay, let's tell you about Kevin. Uh, and again... We are all a little stressed right now, and our horses get stressed out too. Every horse experiences stress caused by things like exercise, environmental conditions like the weather, or their everyday surroundings. Travel causes horses stress just like humans, even simple diet changes, and all those variables contribute to the stress levels of your horse, like forgetting to blanket them when it gets down to 33 degrees. This might also come as a surprise. You can help reduce the negative impacts of stress by feeding your horse chromium every day. By lowering the levels of the stress hormone, cortisol, and optimizing energy use, feeding chromium results in improved body upkeep, health performance, and overall well-being. But this part is important. Don't just feed any chromium. Feed your horse the only FDA-reviewed source of chromium on the market today, ChemTrace Chromium from Kemin. Ask for it by name and stress less. Learn more about ChemTrace Chromium at Kemon.com slash ChromiumEQ.
0: Well, you know, we thought in, in an effort to help support some of the community out there that is in the horse world uh, during this time that we would highlight independent artists this week. It was actually Jamie's idea that we would hi- highlight uh, artists. That's it. That I'm art? So yeah, funny. it was several weeks ago. It was uh, <laughs> equestrian artists that do, you know, that are kind of one off people that are doing their own thing, they don't have a big factory. Uh, and we thought we'd highlight them because you're still looking th- for things to buy as gifts and stuff. And we thought Thought we could give back to the community a little bit doing that. So we have we're gonna have six of them this week that we're highlighting on horses in the morning, and then we're looking at a special event we'll talk about probably on Wednesday, where we'll highlight a whole bunch of them because I had so many requests from so many people. But I thought, what's better to start with when everybody's locked down, drinking a lot of wine, than somebody who is a wine-glass artist? And that her name is Amber, and we're gonna give her a call right now. Hopefully, we can get her on here and talk a little bit about her painted wine glasses. Hi, Amber.
3: Hi, Glenn. How are you?
0: I'm good. Jamie and I are here, and you are on the air. Thank you for joining us today.
3: Oh, you're welcome.
0: So, Amber, come a little closer to the speaker if you can here. You sound really far away. Okay. So, I thought it that- would be... Yes, a little bit better. So, we thought it'd be fun to have you on first because, one, you're talking about wine glasses and everybody's drinking a lot of that right now. So, um, that's the first thing. But your art is so cute. Tell us about it.
3: Um, So, my mother and I actually paint these. We started probably a little bit over four years ago Uh, with our business. We just kind of, you know, I actually seen one that someone else had done and and my mom and I have always dabbled in, artis- in art. My mom is an artist. And I said, Mom, you know, let's do these. And she said, I don't think anyone will buy them. Well, she made them <laughs> I have one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so yes. kind of explain what you do, you know, what is the art style and what you do on the wine glasses?
3: So we actually have two. We, the style is more of a character of your horse. Um, you know, we just have that cutesy little already, you know, expression with the long eyelashes. Uh, of course we paint from photographs. So, you know, most of these are, are all requested by the, the horse owner that to look just like their horse. So I'm a little OCD. So all of these horses, uh, you know, will have markings, they will have brands, they will have, you know, short tails. If your horse has a short tail, they will have a long tail if it does. They have shoes or no shoes, depending on whether they're a pony or a horse and whether, you know, we feel that breed appropriate, whether or not they have shoes. Um, And we just try to make it, you know, look exactly like your horse in cartoon form, uh, if that makes sense.
0: It does. These are very cartoony. And I love. So what you do is you put the body on the top. So you have a head at one end and obviously the body wrapped around the tail at the other end. But the stem is actually a leg with the hoof at the bottom.
3: Right. Yeah. So if <laughs> if you look really close, there's actually four feet, you know, there's four feet at the bottom, you know, the front feet and the back feet. So and then, you know, the tail and the back. So, yes, we do make them so that they look like very fat, you know, little long legged, you know, stick figured horses.
0: Actually, they kind of look like my fat hackney because <laughs> you, would, <laughs> you, you wouldn't have to exaggerate. That's kind of what he looks like. So. <laughs> There's no exaggeration needed. How did you get into painting? Is this something you've always done? And you've always been a horse person?
3: We've Yes, we've always been horse uh, people. And my mom has always been an artist. Uh, she was self-taught. She actually has a cousin that is a... Uh, two of them, actually, that were very famous artists out in Arizona. So she t- has taken classes from them. Uh, I, in school, was in a gifted art program. I don't... Um, get into the art as much as my mom, you know, she does a lot of landscape, a lot of, uh, you know, westerny type photographs, uh, you know, horses in positions of cutting and things like that. My mom gets into that. And also like, you know, your mountain ranges and things, um, we call that westerny. you know, that she gets into, but we got into the, you know, horses just kind of, I, I already attended the expo's with a, you know, a a horse product, and I was just kind of looking for that cute little thing that people could talk about and love, you know, and just kind of that feel-good purchase where you go, oh, my gosh, this is so cute, you know, it it, it makes a great gift, but also a lot of memorial-type things that we paint in that. So, and we've gotten recently, well, my mom has, into the dogs. So we do a lot of dogs on the stemless wine glasses, and those are actual, they look just like the dog. They're not a... um, a, a uh, cartoony look they actually are you know detailed right down to look like your dog um,
0: i'm looking i'm looking at your facebook page and i'm looking at that the pictures and the dogs are so realistic looking we were just talking about jamie's dog bella who got sprayed by a skunk i can just picture bella's face with little like lines coming out the top to look like it smells you know something <laughs> yeah. like that
2: you could add yeah, the I, smell yes like yes. The
3: look yeah yeah <laughs> Thanks. And, and yeah, and we, and how how we got into dogs is people said, you know, can you do my dog, you know, like a, like a cartoon, which it started off that way. But then my mom is such a realistic painter. She was, you know, more going for That just looks just like the dog. So, you know, that they have a more realistic look to them than the actual wine winnies, which to me, you know, are definitely character of your horse. Um, We can make them look more realistic, you know, but you lose the uh, I think the cuteness
0: of it. Well, I think to make them look more realistic, they're on a big fat glass. So, I mean, right, you, you know, <laughs> I, I like that you're going cartoony with the horses because it makes them look plump and like like a cartoon. I mean, that's it's just kind of cool. Do people actually use them to drink out of? Can you wash them, or are these for display only?
3: They are for to use um they are you know dishwasher safe on the top top rack is what we tell people now we do recommend that you hand wash them because you know it is baked on there it's not going to peel off but with a wine glass in a you know dishwasher we're more afraid of the breakage not so much that the paint's going to come off
0: these are so cool i love these and jamie do you, you have one of these right don't you?
2: I do. I actually have the painted wine glass of Zeus, and I got an etched wine glass of Zeus, so I'm pretty much drinking because of Zeus, so it works perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is the weirdest one? Have you had any strange requests, like llamas or snakes? or
3: Well, we get requests all the time, especially for cows. Can you paint a cow which... We've tried, and we don't like how it looks, so, you know, we've kind of gone, okay, we don't want to do that. But the the weirdest request we ever got for a horse, and this is something, and it makes it special to that person, was with its tongue sticking out, which really made it look like a cartoon.
0: <laughs> that it did. Yeah, it was a the horse. There are some horses, though, that just walk around with their tongue hanging out. I mean, there are some. Oh, horses, right. Yeah. right,
3: right, right. <laughs> and, you know, people ask me if I could paint their ears painted flat back because that's how their horse looks <laughs>
2: Mare stare
0: is a real thing.
3: Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, we should actually just carry a line that, that is mare stare and put the, all the years back.
0: What a great You're idea welcome. for a memorial a to surprise yeah. somebody with for a memorial, too, because you can always steal a picture of their horse off of Facebook, and it would be so easy to surprise them with this as a careful. memorial. Careful, yeah.
2: careful, because my friend bought me a pair of those t- socks with your dog on it after Lucky died, and I... She hands it to me, and I sobbed for, like, four (laughs) hours. So, and I still can't wear them.
0: Maybe somebody...
2: Memorials are tough.
0: (laughs) Maybe some people can handle memorials. You might want to know your friend. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Not Jamie. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, we do get a lot of requests for that. and it's and what's so hard about the memorials is, you know, because first of all, people being sneaky, they can't ask the owner, you know, I mean, that's just strange. Why would you ask for you know a dead horse's photo? But they send us what you know they have found on Facebook, and we paint everything from the photograph. So you know, sometimes people send us, you know, we say, you know, we need a picture from the front, from the back, and then both sides. And they'll send us literally, you know, the right side, but it's just the neck. And yet it's a paint. And you're going, okay, now where am I going to put a spot, you know, or whatever? So, you know, we kind of do the best we can and we tell them we paint what we see. So don't, you know, but everybody, you know, people have called us crying or sent us little notes saying, you know, you just nailed it. This was my horse. And it means a lot to us. You know, and we are a little picky about it. You know, that's why we do paint from the photographs and and we paint the brand on it or we paint that little, you know, scar that he had on his knee or whatever so that it means something to you.
0: Well, how much are they Where and how can people get them?
3: Um, They can get them from we have a you can go on Facebook and fill out the Google form and that walks you through on the pictures that we need. They are 35 for custom. And then, if at the shows we just paint what we call generic horses, what we want to paint, um, and they're uh, actually twenty-five.
0: Okay, so, so it's thir- the- thirty-five plus shipping uh, if you want the custom character, which isn't bad at all for custom art. Uh, I think this is a terrific idea. I might have to get you know. We actually lo- I lost uh, uh, our greyhound not long ago, so you might be getting some pictures here. That'd be fun. Okay. I- I could put it here in the studio. That would be kind of cool. I love this idea. And what a great idea for gifts and for birthdays and and, or just to cheer somebody up right now. And and it is a wine glass, so that's appropriate right now, too. (laughs) Uh, Not that Jamie's had any wine at all during this whole thing. None. Right,
3: None. And, and and Jamie Never. can tell you they're they're very large, so it's not like a small glass of wine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could pretty much put more than half a bottle. I mean, I I've, I've t- I talked to a friend that did that, and yeah. that's what they said. <laughs>
0: So <laughs> Amber Dunmire, thank you so much. It's the wine Winnie, And that's what it is. You look at, and we're going to post links to this in our Facebook and I'll post them on, uh, uh, on our Facebook page. but will also put them in our show notes too for today's episode. And by the way, a lot of people don't realize that the show notes are included on most podcast players. You just have to where you're listening on the screen. You're listening to your show on and most podcast players. You either swipe up or down or left or right, and it shows you the show notes with links, so you can just click on that. it. Yeah, I you can you that. can just click on it and go right there, right on your phone. You don't have to go back to our website. So uh, it's the wine Winnie is where you can find it on Facebook. Thanks, Amber. This is fun, and this is uh, your. Do you do fantastic work? Thank you. All right. Thanks, Amber. Well, that's cool.
3: I'm
2: going through my podcast player right now, and I'm going to call you out on that. Let's see if that's true. I'm going to Horses in the Morning.
0: Well, which player do you use?
2: The This is the podca- Apple Podcast.
0: Yeah, I don't know how Apple Podcasts work, but they do have it on there somewhere. I know Apple Podcasts has it because they're the ones that started that. Uh, okay. Where, I don't know. <laughs> so, hey, before we get to our next guest... Uh, I just wanted to mention there were a couple of things that people were asking about, especially our auditors were asking about. And that was one of them was the Extreme Mustang Makeover in Kentucky and whether it was still happening. And I know that actually some people we know were going to be competing at it. And they announced that uh, they're going to be canceling that and making it a virtual event. So that was scheduled for June 25th to the 27th. And they moved it to a virtual event. And their announcements are all the information is on their website. Website. You can find it there. But if you had tickets to go, uh, then you can find the details of what's going to happen there on their website as well. There was another cool thing that happened, and we we talk about it uh, every year, is the Horse Stars Hall of Fame. That was established back in 2013 by Equus Foundation and, and the USEF, and it was to highlight basically a Horse Hall of Fame. And they they honor horses not only that are super athletes, but horses that also do good work. And they have the inductees for this year. Do you want to hear some of them? Please. All right. This is all good news. So uh, Equus Foundation, they do horses that have uh, done good for the world. And then the USCF does the athletes. So Apollo, a New York City Police Department horse, has been nominated. And that horse has been in the mounted unit since 2008. An 18-hand, 2,000-pound North American Spotted Draft. So twelve uh,
2: years is a long time in service. It is wow. took
0: to patrolling at five years old, and they don't usually do that. They usually wait till they're like twelve to do that. So there's a reason that Apollo was nominated, and Apollo's still with us, Cameo uh, as part of the Midwest Therapeutic Riding Program, and has touched the lives of hundreds of children and families. So uh, and Cameo's still around too, born in 1987. Disruption great name for a therapeutic riding horse, Um, is at Second Chance Ranch, and uh, get this, uh, uh, um, has been doing that since 2012 at Second Chance Ranch, so uh, uh, kind of a cool program out there, and Second Chance Ranch helps uh, people uh, in their suicide prevention programs. Wow. So Guns and Gold, Oklahoma State University Athletics, been uh, around at uh, currently at the age of 20 helping out that program over for the equestrian team, because as you know, they use all their own horses, and then everybody rides those horses. They don't take their own horses to shows. Lucky Strike is part of the Glen Air Equestrian Program and helps uh, people with emotional, mental, and social anxieties. So those have all been nominated, doing good work uh, for the community. Now, as far as the U.S. Equestrian Federation 2020 inductees, uh, Derry Lou of Evergate Stables is a 2008 Dutch warm blood and has become... Part of the talented lineup mounts four-time U.S. Equestrian of the Year and Olympic gold medalist for BZ Madden. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, when, you, when you're when you four-time U.S. Equestrian of the Year, you're probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, I think you're a shoe-in. This yes, a lock. that's right. Another do- a Dutch warm-blood now named El Primero is, uh, w- let me see here, uh, trained by Peggy Gaiman and L- Luis Serio, I don't know this horse, uh, It was in the Hunters. And we don't cover Hunters a lot, which is probably why we don't know this horse. But apparently what is a big deal on the Hunter side. We have a dressage horse, First Apple, uh, by Sarah Lockman, And First Apple uh, went to Grand Prix level and continued at the highest levels of the United States and in international competition. Another horse that you might, you might know uh, is Tesser Lake. Of course, uh, uh leg. I cannot say that Setzer-Leg. word. Sessor leg. leg. Uh, Se- we've covered Sessor leg, uh, uh, with uh, Michael it's Pollard. Like,
2: it's like he's honored. Just like you can't pronounce humans. You can't, can't pronounce, pronounce horse names. Lives.
0: That's right. Of course, board, Martin, uh, been riding, uh, and recently retired, right?
2: I don't know if Sesterlake was retired. I mean, he certainly has nothing to prove.
0: Yeah, he's been around a long time and competing for a very long time. So there's just some of them that have been uh, nominated, and congratulations to all of them. It must be pretty cool to have your horse be, be inducted into the Hall of Fame, because there's only you know, seven or eight or ten every year that do that. So that's kind of cool. All right, let's continue on. We are heading over to our next guest, and I think this is one of the coolest art that is done in the horse world because it recycles something that a lot of horse people who have showed have a lot of.
2: I'm sitting here right now at my computer, and I have a lamp that has four very special ones to me uh and of course we're going to talk to jennifer zangetti and jennifer owns equa ribbon creations and she takes uh, ribbons from people and cr- makes art out of them i'm like almost practical art so let's say hi jennifer hi thank you so much for joining us i appreciate it because i've got about four or five that i can't even put in the barn because i don't want them to like
4: discolor or something tell everybody what you do with these ribbons so i take these ribbons and i turn them into pillows or wall hangings um so what i do is i cut them up unfortunately i do have to disassemble them and i sew them together to create these wonderful pieces of art that can be displayed but you don't just make like you made a teddy bear tell us about the teddy bear yeah that's new (laughs) he's isn't he adorable yes so uh he is stuffed he's sewn with ribbons um on the front and the back and he uh has safety eyes so the kids can't take them off um they're great
2: so yeah so what basically i'm looking at if i was to describe the the collage of pictures that i have is there's pillows that are designed um with the ribbons kind of are the entire outside. Then there's wreaths, and there's some wall hangings and there's a teddy bear and there's some sort of like globe type art piece that has um, ribbons all around it. So how does it work? I I've got a box of ribbons and I hand it to you. And what do you, what, what happens next?
4: So what happens next is when I receive the ribbons from you, if you have a preference on what item you want made, um, I can certainly let you know if it'll work. Or maybe there's a slight change in pattern or um, colors that used that I would recommend. Um, And then I would start building your creation, um, whether it be a pillow, the wreath. And uh, once it's finished, it gets sent back to you. Do
2: you find that most people will only give you blue and red ribbons? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's yeah. I, like, I don't have any that are green that's weird i would never <laughs> I'd never
4: come in eighth <laughs> i do i do get a, bl- a lot of blue red and yellow ribbons
0: yet yes. yet for this particular purpose the colors are, are helpful right i mean you, more colors the better because they're so bright
4: yes i love working with all kinds of different colors um it, it makes the piece different Makes it stand out.
0: You know, do most I'm looking. People
4: tell you, I'm sorry, Glenn. Yeah. Do most people tell you what they want you
2: to make, or do you just kind of come up with something?
4: Most people tell me what they want made. Um, they have a vision in their mind based off of a picture of something I've made before. They're like, "Hey, I want my pillow to look like this. I want this pattern and these colors," um, and that's what gets made.
0: I'm looking at the the pictures here on your website, and you also do a bunch of different types of Christmas stuff. That's a little different.
4: Yeah, I do some trees. Um, So that's probably about eight inches tall. And they're made with ribbons all around. Um, They can be made in any color. And then I put a star on top made out of ribbons. And I do the ribbon ornaments as well, which is great to um, either display on the tree or... They can be displayed through the uh, ornament hangers that can go on a bookshelf. Uh, the, I don't
2: have that many green ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> do not come in sixth place that much.
0: You know what I, though? The Canadians <laughs> are in heaven because their their first place is red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> they can they can uh, give you a lot of red. I'm loving the ornaments because they're different. I've never seen anybody do those before.
2: I have a decision I've made. I want a ribbon pony. Tell everybody about the ribbon (laughs) pony. Oh, my goodness.
4: The ribbon ponies are about eight inches uh, tall and wide. They use about three ribbons, which is great for lead liners um, who maybe get a ribbon every once in a while, um, or great for lead liner awards. Um, I have an IHSA team in uh, Western Mass who... Takes the ribbons from the shows and makes graduation gifts for the seniors.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean,
4: what a grown adult would want
2: a ribbon pony? I mean, jeez,
4: that
0: would be
2: weird. Um, <laughs> never mind. Moving on.
0: Uh, <laughs> I got to ask you about the ribbons, though. I I happen to know because my wife had like boxes of these things, uh, and of course, that's what happens and why I think your art is so special because then because they sit in boxes. You can only put so many ribbons out, and then they sit in boxes. So, but. I, some of these ribbons are really old and crappy. So I assume you run really like bright, fairly new ribbons. You don't really want to work with the old moldy yeah, ones. Do you
4: wash them at all? Yeah. Can I send you the dusty ones? Yeah, what <laughs> happens there? I actually love the older ribbons. Really? Um, yeah, they're really cool to see. They're different. They're different from what's being presented now. Um, I work with a lot of them. Um, A lot of people, like you said, they're stored in boxes and they want to do something with them that are maybe 30, 40 years old. Um, I don't wash them um, because I'm afraid to damage the ribbons. So I do just take a damp cloth, dust them off if they're dusty, and then use them that way.
0: Let me ask something on behalf of I'm America's horse husband. I need to ask on behalf of the, all the horse husbands, and I'll direct this to Jamie. Would I get in <laughs> trouble if I said, oh, what a cool gift for my wife. I'm just going to take her ribbons that have been sitting in the box and ship <laughs> them off and get them cut into pieces and made into something. Or would that be something you'd really want permission to do? No, do it. Yeah? What do you think? Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) Jennifer, what do you think about that?
4: (laughs) Uh, You have to be very discreet about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, they're going to know that I had their ribbons cut up after they get it. They're in a
2: box. This is is proactive thinking, Glenn. This (laughs) is the type of gift that a woman would like to get because, yes, you did think about it and you did work about it and you picked them out. However, the only thing I could think of is like how do you know which ones the special ones are? Cause there are ones that are special. Like I have like a seventh, I have an eighth place ribbon and it is brown and white. And you wouldn't think that would be special, but that was my first novice Mustang ride. Okay. I got a ribbon when I finally got up to novice and yes, it's brown and it's eighth place, but it's very special to me. So then there's like a red ribbon that I got from my in-hand show from Zara. And I'm certain these are the ones I'm looking at right now. And then I got a first place. One. So yeah, aside, I would be like, you know what, baby, I want to go through these with you and I want you to tell me if you remember which ones are the most special and like, make it like have a glass of wine and sit around and talk about it. And then
0: mental. And moments. you know, we're not going to remember. Right? <laughs> you do realize that, right?
2: You can sneak photos with your camera. <laughs> Come on, Glenn. I'm giving
0: some. They all look alike. They're just ribbons. So, you that also do some so other cool incorrect. stuff. <laughs> you oh also do God. some other stuff. Wall hangings. You do table runners. You even do chair backs for, uh, for like the director's chairs, which I think is so cool. Yeah. Uh, that is so good. You do so many different things. Oh, I, I think this knows. is a great, it is a great gift idea. And, and, you know, if you, and I could see people, I wanted to ask you about this. Do people take ribbons from one horse and then have it put together in a creation so it represents that horse? Or do you find most people just mixing them up?
4: Yes, I get a lot of single horses. They want a ribbon creation made just for that horse to showcase
0: yeah. what
4: they have accomplished
0: with them. Do, can you t- incorporate a picture of the horse somehow into the creation? I can.
4: Yes, it gets printed on uh, fabric, and it gets sewn right in. Oh my
2: god, this is so cool! I'm like going. I'm thinking, where? Okay, where are all my ribbons? I need to get them. <laughs>
4: they are really cool, and I want like uh, to make something. So
0: I, I have to ask you because I don't want you to give away your secret. Is this sewn or <laughs> they glued together?
4: They are sewn.
0: They are sewn. Okay. Yep. Wow, you have to know what you're doing to sew ribbons together. They're all slippery. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is awesome well very. where can people go and find out more and see these pictures I, can I also comment
0: maybe, the prices are not bad at all
2: <laughs> I mean, oh thank you the ribbon there. pony is $20 <laughs> like well, what a steal I mean for that child that maybe <clears throat> has I, a ribbon that I mean
0: want. your wreaths are, are ridiculously cheap I you know these I've seen a lot of creations like this a lot more expensive than these so well done you <laughs>
1: Now she's up in her price. (laughs) Yep. They just
0: went up 50%. (laughs) So, where can can people go? What's the
4: website? Equiribboncreations.com.
2: Equiribboncreations.com. Go on there, check out these pictures. You know, there's a lot of, uh, I like how you guys tell people how to ship their ribbons, how to do the things that need to be done to get them prepared.
4: Thank you. Yes, I want to make it easy as possible for everyone to send them in.
0: Well, Perfect. Th- thank you, Jennifer. Appreciate it, and uh, have fun. Stay safe. Thank you
4: very much. You too.
0: That is so good. Co- I just, I, what a pr- good use for ribbons, <laughs> which really have no good use, to be honest.
2: But we work so hard for that. That's why
0: I think this is a good use. They can be displayed. She even uh, takes them and can put them in in shadow boxes. So if you get them, like a, she can take your rosettes and make them into a big rosette, and uh, then puts the picture of the horse, and it becomes a shadow box. Another great idea, obviously, for a horse that's no longer with us.
2: Yeah. So I'm 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 just thinking like I have my I still have some ribbons from my horse that I got when I was ten. And I had them till I was twelve. Well, this is a great idea. Yeah.
0: I like the shadow box idea for that. Because it also protects the ribbons too, right? From just sh- fading into oblivion.
2: If they're not already faded, faded. into oblivion, <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm glad I, to hear I, she I, does the that. the thing is like, these all look really pretty, but most of mine are nightmares.
0: <laughs> but apparently <laughs> she works on the nightmares. I was surprised. I didn't know because none of these are pictured are nightmares, right? But yeah, we all yeah. have those boxes of nightmares. Yeah. Uh, nice cool what a good way to start uh, what a good way to start equestrian artists week with these two I I love that
2: yeah very cool
0: and we'll post uh, I'll post a separate post for each of these on our Facebook page at horses in the morning when we get done with the show today they'll also be in the show notes did you find show notes on the app
2: nope (laughs) they're there they're (laughs) there there. it's a not it doesn't
0: exist (laughs) they're there because they're the ones that started it it's there somewhere you just don't know how to use your app All right, let's go to our next guest. And we usually are joined by somebody from the nation. So that's the Hunter Nation, the Jumping Nation, the Horse Nation, the Eventing Nation. One of the nations are joined here every week. And we have Lynn with us from Jumping Nation today to discuss, asked her to come on because the USCF has issued guidelines for restarting uh, competitions as of June the 1st. And it's causing some consternation, let's say, but we'll go over what those guidelines are. And Lynn has her ear to what, what the complaints are and how it's working. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. This is something I would have normally covered on uh, live at five, but uh, we're going to just do a little bit as it comes up here on horses in the morning. And I'm calling Lynn now, and we are going to have a post show for auditors. We haven't even talked about what we're going to talk about because we were too busy uh, listening to, Uh, Ben Stiller, or or not Ben Stiller. (laughs) Uh, Jerry Stiller. Yeah, Jerry Stiller uh, quotes earlier. Maybe we'll just play more of that. (laughs) That was funny. All right, we got Lynn on here with us. Hi, Lynn.
1: Hey, Glenn. How are you?
0: Good. So, Lynn, uh, what I thought we would do is kind of go over. I have a list here of what the rules are that the USCF talked about that are going to happen at horse shows. So let me just go over these quick, and then I want to hear what you're hearing as far re- as reactions. Okay, for sure. Yep. All Let's right. Do it. So first of all, uh, mandatory requirements for participants. Face masks, social distancing, and routine temperature taking are supposed to be part of your protocol. Now, you're supposed to take your own temperature. And if your temperature is above 99.5, you're supposed to stay the hell home and not come to the show. Uh, now, in Florida, your temp- in the summer, your temperature will be above 99.5 on any given day, because <laughs> it's hot as hell. Um, <laughs> but they are requiring face masks, which is the one we'll talk about, someone that's getting the most reaction. But not when you're riding, just when you're around the showgrounds. Uh, they're saying that you should have one groom, one family member, and you. and That should be your entourage. Um, and you must, acquire, you know, uh, You must comply with social distancing requirements. Um, And you must wear your face mask when you're not mounted. Uh, And it says that uh, you cannot be disqualified or penalized for not doing so, though. So it's going to be up to the show organizer. We'll get back to that. Uh, Mandatory requirements for organizers is a much longer list. They must clean more... They must actually clean the bathrooms, which is something we don't we're not used to at horse shows. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> they have to uh, have an uh, emergency response plan. Now, uh, they must inform all participants, officials, and personnel protocols, and uh, keep that they're go- temperature check all of everybody participating in the horse show, from organizers to volunteers to stewards, everybody. Uh, enforce the social distancing, create stalling that it doesn't have you right next to each other. Ride times are supposed to be mandated so that there's not bunching at gates. Um, and it, there's a list that goes on and on and on. So what are you finding are the are the hot points for people? Oh, did we lose her?
1: Nope. I'm still here. Sorry, my, my phone dropped off for a second because somebody okay. called me. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no we're good <laughs> so what are the hot points what are the things people are uh, what, what what are they whining about or are they going to go yep. show or what
1: yep so yeah and it's interesting because I think um, some of the Things that people who I've seen online or even just my friends or people at my barn have been either whining about or they're concerned about um, kind of stem from the fact that you've got this, you know, guidelines and protocol released by USCF. And, you know, they don't realize two things. Um, they they I don't think everyone quite realizes that USCF as the main, you know, big governing body needs to be cautious because if they don't have some very, you know, kind of hardcore um, protocol in place and something does happen, you know, that's a big risk for them. And so it's better to be cautious than to just say, yeah, you don't need a mask, just social distance. Cause you know, it's, it's hard to do that. Um, and also what I've seen across the board for different types of shows that are planning on uh, running soon, you know, we've got some in May, actually, even in Florida, and then we've got some in June starting, are that they've actually been able to take those USDF guidelines and kind of customize them to fit that particular show, um, because they are, you know, guidelines. Now, the one thing that everyone who I've talked to is very concerned about is the spectator piece and the family and friends piece um you know in in the usdf rules and then even you know in, in other different protocol that have been released such as the protocol it hits it's saying you know you can go, you're the rider, you can go in the barn your groom obviously can go in the barn um, But, you know, no family in the barn, no friends in the barns. And a lot of times with, you know, with 100 Jumper shows, you'll have your stabling area and you'll have the little lounge area with, you know, your food and, you know, tables and people hang out. It's very social and you talk about how your ride went and all that good stuff. And, you know, so people are wondering, okay, if my mom came to watch and I have to go back to the barn, what's she going to do? Stand there by herself, (laughs) back by the ring and then. I'm gone for an hour and come back. Um, The short answer is
0: yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: like, well, that's, you know, so it's like, okay, well, I don't know how fun that is. Um, and, And then meanwhile, with the spectating, you know, I've seen the rules out there saying, well, no, no spectators. And so, you know, people are concerned that, okay, well, if I go to the ring and I'm doing my ride, maybe my mom and dad are there, but you know, my friends can't watch me and I can't, watch my friends, which, you know, is, is a big part of, of showing. Um, you've got, you know, I mean, obviously for trainers out there, you have sale horses and, you know, they go to horse show and, you know, they're working, like you need to show the horse, you're showing it for the client, you know, things like that. Um, but a lot of us out there who are amateurs, you know, myself included, I go to horse shows both to, you know, hopefully have a, halfway decent round, <laughs> see how, see if my horse and I are progressing or not. Um, but I also go to, you know, see some of my friends cause there, I have some friends. I only see them at horse shows and, you know, if we can't even really say hello, then that's, it's kind of difficult to to stomach. Um,
0: yeah, but now, I think I think that's taking it to the extreme. I th- you're going to be able to say yeah. hello. You're just not going to be able to, you know, have a romantic dance together at the party that's not going to happen, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, now, another another interesting thing that people have been wondering about is with the schooling and the warm-up rings. Um, now,
0: they're I never just, crowded at jumper shows or hunter shows.
1: Yeah. Okay. So in the warm-up <laughs> ring, basically the way they're set up is you've got the ring. There's, there's a few jumps in there. Um, generally you go in, they're kind of busy. Your trainer grabs a jump, you jump it. You're basically fighting for the jump because it's, it's crowded. You do your thing, you do your warmup fences, then you go to the ring. Um, And most of the rules out there that I've seen both for USCF and then other shows like, you know, hits or split rock, et cetera. um, They've got new protocol that the staff is to disinfect the parts of the jump that are most often touched, you know, like the jump cups. And that's in between horses. Um, And, you know, I think just in instances like that, some people are concerned that, you know, if there's an order of go and I need to be in the ring right now, what if the staff is, you know, disinfecting another jump, but I need to warm up right now, you know, can I jump it or can I go in the ring? So I think that's more of not necessarily complaining, but more of a confusion type of thing. Um, There's a little bit of confusion going on in so far as like, how can I, can I warm up now? Do I have to wait? You, What's going on with, with this sort
0: of thing? That's all stuff that'll be figured out, though, pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it's just a new way of doing things. Anytime anybody has to change, especially if you talk about hunters and jumpers, they've been doing it the same way for 100 years. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it, anytime you do something that's new, you know, across the board, it's going to take some acclimating. The one that I saw, I was reading this morning on all the comments on the various Facebook pages, and, you know, obviously the masks are the ones that people, for some reason, are drawing the line is, if I have to wear a mask, I'm not going. Well, you have to wear a mask. You know, most of the shows I've seen are doing that, and they're doing that, and what they don't realize is they're also doing that for their own liability. So you know, they're making everybody sign waivers that's saying, you're not going to sue us if you get sick and die here. Right They're They're making everybody sign that waiver. Now that's part of the, and that's one thing the shows are doing. Um, because they, their insurance companies are probably demanding it, but they're also trying to keep their insurance one. And the, the part that nobody's talking about with all of this, and, and it's something the USEF is concerned about. By the way, I just got confirmation two seconds ago while you were talking that uh, Bill Moroni's coming on our show next Monday, who's the CEO of the USEF to talk about all of this. He requested to come on, and we have booked oh, him. there you go. Yeah, we have booked okay. him for next Monday. So, um, So... One of the things nobody's talking about is every state right now is quietly hiring thousands of people to do what's called contact tracing. What that means is if somebody gets sick and now they're going to do this on a case-by-case basis, they're hiring thousands. 17,000 people in New York alone. So what? as soon as you get reported as sick, they're going to call you and say, who have you been in contact with? If you were at a horse show, then they're, they're going to ask you, everybody you were in contact with at the horse show, they'll be calling all of those people, and they're going to be requiring you to be in quarantine for 14 days. Mm-hmm. so whether people do it or not I don't know you know they, they don't have police sitting outside your house but you're supposed to quarantine for 14 days if you've been in contact with somebody who now has been proven to have it and th- that means not going to work that means nothing so that's the other reason that these shows are being so careful is they do know about contact tracing and if it comes down that you know uh, we have two three five people get sick at a horse you know that we're at a horse show now we have 50 people that are supposed to be in quarantine that's not doing anybody any good Oh uh, no! Yeah.
1: Absolutely not. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So that's the part that you know. What I always tell people with this whole situation, because we started covering it long before anybody else did, much to Jamie's chagrin, um, <laughs> is is uh, is, is, so is true. <laughs> is there is there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes on a business level that we don't see. So usually it's a business decision that involves making or losing money in the long run. That the reason that these these different things are being put in place.
1: Correct. And, and actually, you know, when I first heard a thing about the masks, I had assumed because I didn't read the rules, you know, fully as soon as they were released, I had assumed you had to wear it, including when you were mounted and then I was thinking, okay, well, isn't that dangerous? Because what if it flips up into your eyes or something? And then you're or you jumping can't breathe. North, yeah, you know, or, you know, and then I, and then I actually read the thing and then realized, okay, it's just when you're walking around on the ground. And in most states, now I'm not sure if, every single state out there. Um, But in most states, as far as I know, if you're in public and you can't do a six foot social distancing, or, you know, if you go in like a bakery or something, um, you need to have a mask on anyway. So, um, you know, it it, it, it looks like USCF is kind of aside from the business decision, is treating the mask thing just as you know it's part of a normal course of going well, outside and, right and
0: now. most You're states are requiring that. it i know I, whether people are doing it or not it's a different story but most states are requiring it so they almost have to otherwise they're gonna again <laughs> yeah. they're gonna be under the microscope right um you know what i did see a picture in my mind though do you know the really cool Helmets with the full, cool, really looking Star Warsy uh, m- f- entire face mask that the skiers sometimes wear. I oh, could yeah. see adventurers yeah. wearing those. I could ju- that would that I could see them getting into those.
2: That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> the problem with the cover, thing, <laughs> as an inventor, the problem with covering your face and covering your mouth is when you are galloping cross country, you get incredibly winded. It takes a lot yeah. of oxygen. Well, that's and why that's they're not my requiring problem it. With the mask here. is like the limiting <laughs> of the intake of the air.
0: And I do think you're right. I think a lot of people didn't read the rules, they just all wear a mask. It's not when you're riding, it's just when you're out doing everything else. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah I think they realized that you would die of you know you wouldn't be able to breathe <laughs> I think they, yeah. <laughs> they kind of realized <laughs> that and you know and and I just watched a video guys oh my god I don't know if you saw it I put it on my page of what it was a video out of Shanghai which is the first Disneyland that's going to open it opened yesterday and they took the the, the big hen hancho there took you around to show what's going to happen at Disney World and Disneyland when it opens what a nightmare. <laughs> there is oh n- there isn't you're gonna require to everybody has face masks. every you won't even get in the park. If you take it off, you'll be escorted out. That's one thing. But the social distancing stuff, so they had to put all these markers everywhere for food, for the lines. The lines for rides with the social distancing are gonna be a mile long. There is no way this is gonna work or be any fun at the parks. So you think horse shows are gonna oh, okay. be bad. The parks are gonna be a nightmare. Uh it's when you watch this video, you go, No, I am not going <laughs> just because <laughs> the lines are long <laughs> enough to begin <laughs> <aren't> with. <we? laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what were the other things? I did notice it seemed to be about half and half, and about a quarter of the people saying, Well, this just looks like no fun at all because the parties aren't going to happen. I go for the parties. Well, you have to decide what's your priority. If you want to show and you want to show with your horse, you're just going to have to, for a while, we're going to have to play along, right?
1: Yeah. Exactly. And I agree. I think it is split about 50-50 because um, you've got some people who are saying, well, I don't want to go at all. And then others are saying, I, I want to get my horse off the property. Like my horse, like showing it, the courses are, you know, top, you're in a different environment. You know, you've got to memorize new courses, see if you get better in that, And, um, you know, off we go. And, you know, well, I think it's the kind of thing, like, once some of these June shows start or at least the ones that are supposed to start in June coming up soon, you know, I kind of feel like once those first couple of weeks get under our belts, things will get a little smoother from here on out. Cause then, you know, just from putting all the practices in place and people will be more familiar with what's going on and things of that nature, you know, it's it's just that first couple of weeks I think might be a little confusing and, you know, we'll get through it.
0: What's going to be really confusing is if we get a ramp up in cases again and states start to pull back again— yeah, Th- then yeah, it's going to be just, it's going to be a freaking nightmare. I did want to mention that the US Equ- USEF and the United States Eventing Association with our friend Max over there is hosting an informational webinar on Wednesday, this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern for members and participants of the eventing world. Uh, they're going to discuss how they're going to get back to work and that's happening on Wednesday at 3 p.m. You can go to the U.S. Uh, useventing.com website and you can sign up to be a, you know, to listen in to the webinar there. So that is happening. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more of that on the English and Western side. And as I said, we're going to have the CEO of the USCF here on next Monday, and he's going to kind of fill us in. He's, you know, he was really good when I had him on before. And I think it's, you know, it's, and everything, it's what we've been saying all along. Everything here is going to change as we go along. Either for better or worse, one way or another, it's constantly going to be changing. He has said this is a fluid document; these are fluid rules, and they will change. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. Exactly. Yep. And I mean, same is kind of reiterating what we started off with: is you know, it's it's better to be cautious and to be safer than to you know put two rules in place and we get a whole bunch of more cases and everything goes just to you know, hell in a hand basket. (laughs) So, I mean, ultimately I think we have to remember it's for, it's really for safety.
0: Well, and it's to protect the shows too, you know, and the people yeah, that work at the shows. Exactly. I mean, it's to protect everybody. So very good. Well, thank you for joining us to talk about this. You've had a bunch of other fun stuff, including a farm, a dream farm that everybody's going to want to see. Head on over to uh, Jumping Nation, and you'll find that there. And you have a, and th- as things start to gear up, your guys are going to be starting to gear up with actual articles about shows
1: that's right <laughs> <laughs> thanks Lynn
0: appreciate it jumping nation thank you
1: right. bye
0: bye well I just lost Jamie I think so we're going to get her back <laughs> so we can end the show hold on one second everybody we'll get Jamie back here if she notices that she's not on anymore doing so well we had no cuts in today's show till the very end and let's see that didn't work here she is I lost you yeah you hung up on I was doing so well we didn't have one cut in the whole show till right at the end all right three two. One. Well, that'll be interesting to see how the shows actually go. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know what? I, after listening to today's show, I want to shop and I want a horse show now. Like, <laughs> I want to do all the things.
0: Would you let some of these rules stop you from showing if you really wanted to get your horse out?
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, I, I You're just, one of I'm, those people.
2: <laughs> I'm just, I'm living in a place right now. I live in the middle of 20 acres and I like. I don't know. I just, my life is quarantined. So to to be able to go somewhere and then to have all of a sudden, cause I'm, I mean, I don't wear a mask outside. I, when I'm feeding the horses, it's just me, you know? So that would be a a big imposition I think for me. Um, but again, I'm not the normal, like I'm not at a boarding stable. I'm not going out and dealing with a whole lot of other people. So it would be some really big changes for me, but we'll see. I mean, I entered one that was canceled, so it's going to have to my money's got to come back. You know, they're going to do it again. So
0: I don't know. How are horse shows handling that? Are most of them refunding the money? Like is this one or are they just crediting?
2: I think she said she was going to credit it, but here's the thing. Oh, I'll tell you this after I'll, I'll tell you, here's the thing. And then I've got something exciting to tell you, the auditors after
0: this. Okay.
2: Um, but, but she basically, I paid like $150 for a schooling three day horse, you know, three day event. Well, one day, And, um, that was canceled. And then the regular horse trial was canceled. And so she's moved the regular horse trial. And apparently the schooling is supposed to be after the, the sanctioned horse trial. And I'm like, no, no, no,
0: (laughs) I needed to practice. Let's do this. Let's do the horse trial first and then we'll school.
2: So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. Chad hasn't
0: built all those cross country jumps and the dishes for you yet on the farm.
2: (laughs) Not yet. He's been a little busy building. By the way, my husband has been building fences.
0: Uh, you heard it, uh, yes.
2: Fences, fences. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> I got to well, tell you guys now. I'll just have to tell you right now. I don't want to make <laughs> you wait for the auditors. So uh, I signed up for that horse show with Baby Groot, and I saw I was going to school him at that, and then take him to the. Yeah, those regular. are the ones that were
0: canceled. You were going to bring him, right?
2: I sold him. You did. I did. I'm so. You sad actually but sold happy. one of your own horses. I've sold two horses in the past like ten days, wow. man. It's insane. Yay. And another one at Erlenmeyer, who's here for training, just got adopted out. I've had two people come and look at liquor make a liquor run to adopt out. It's crazy. The adoptions and the horse sales that are going on right now are insane. <laughs> well, so good for Baby Root now lives in Texas and with this sweet girl who wants to trail ride and do some buffer like, jumpers. Now? Uh five.
0: Wow, five?
2: Yeah. And he's quiet. So he's, he's got a long life of well-behavedness. I mean, you could do anything with that horse. My problem with him was, um, he didn't really love dressage. Like, let me just, let me back that up. He hated <laughs> dressage, and he when you ask him like in a collected manner for the canter, like a left lead canter, right lead canter, he, went he screw gets you,
0: buddy. He would screw you,
2: buddy. Um, so this he's going to be like doing some low level hunters where he has got like a, a looser reins trail riding, <laughs> yeah. walk track canter. No, but, but like he just doesn't have to be compressed. Yeah. Like he had a really hard time, and I th- I think like when he's eight or nine that's going to come a lot easier to him, but he's very young. And I, I, you know, you, you take the horses that you have and you find them. What I do is you train them and you find what they're good at and what they like. And if it's not what you do, then you can't make a horse be an inventor. You can't make a horse. that's you know what she said, she's out riding around. There's like cattle running up on her and she, he doesn't care. That's because that's the kind of horse he is, but he would get very stressed in dressage. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I, found, yep. I feel like I did a like good we Like we like our him.
0: own stuff. They like their own stuff. Yeah.
2: yeah. And Oki, I think, is having her vet check today, the mare that I sold, um, without meaning to sell. Did I tell oh, you about yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: When they came to yes. ride Drax, and yes. they weren't quite ready for a horse of that speed, Um so Drax is like my only riding horse now, and Zara, and so Zara is gonna get put to work here soon. <laughs> she's now gonna be starting to be a riding horse. How's
0: Zara now? Three.
2: She's three. Three. So, and she's three, and she's a warm blood, so they just take really I can't a long baby time. baby
0: crew. God, we've been doing this show a long time.
2: And I got him when he was three.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: Almost four, you know, but yeah, I mean, I had him through the whole year with the makeover, and then yeah. she calls him Baby Groot. She loves the name. <laughs> oh, good, good. You always so, like
0: when they keep the name, right? I, I
2: do. I like it. It's just when sentimental. They, yeah, because it's even when that's what he is to you, you know. And I, I know, like, Betty Faye, um, I bought her horse, uh, Duke. The Duke is my horse. Um, but he came with the name Robbie. And Chad's ex brother in law was named Robbie. <laughs> He's like,
0: I can't. I didn't like that guy. <laughs> yeah, when you got a relative and you don't <laughs> like the relative. relative, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So
2: that's why I was like, okay, you name him. He's like, let's <laughs> call him the Duke. And I was like, perfect. That works. But I, I know it's probably, it was hard for her at first to see post. Now she's okay with it. But I think I think she's okay with it. Sorry, Betty. Love you. You know we uh
0: we we had a boarder once that bought a horse, and it was the name of the mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> they changed, changed that, that real quickly. <laughs> that name didn't last more than one minute. <laughs>
2: So, well, here's the thing, too. I'm taking um, Erla Meyer and Make a Liquor Run back. We should probably, I'll just talk. This is boring. I'll tell you. I'll, all t- right. I'll tell you upstairs. We'll tell after you in the show.
0: auditors. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Tomorrow on the show, we have Endurance. And also uh, later in the week, we have Mary Kitzmiller here. Otherwise, Jamie and I are here because we just got no place to go. We so, have
2: nothing to do. <laughs>
0: we're we're <laughs> going to be here. But we're going to continue. I, I'm having so much fun talking to the artists, and we're going to continue that. Uh, I also put a poll up real quick on the auditor page asking, I don't know if you saw that poll. Uh, we, we Jamie and I had such a great time meeting listeners last week. We met so many cool different listeners doing different things that all were much smarter than anything we do. Uh, and I asked the auditors if we'd like to see that maybe a couple times a year. And <laughs> did you see the results? Yeah. Uh, it was unanimous. It was like 100 to nothing. So the answer was yes. <laughs> do we
2: do we want to talk to me? Yes, or not talk to me? Yes, and we the answer was a
0: resounding yes. Uh, people want to learn more about each other, so we'll we'll do that every once in a while here on the show, and keep doing that. It's fun for us, and and it's nice to have guests that actually know who our show is, uh, and what actually want to be on the show. So that's fun too. So thank you, everybody. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk Spade. to you all uh, tomorrow morning. Geld, do all the things gel spay everything if it moves spay it Gelt. amen brother neuter it put a mask on it something
2: emily your first world problem is awesome And we're out. What was Emily's first world problem? <laughs> she's like, um, I'd rather spend all my extra quarantine time with my family or my horses, and doing laundry has taken a backseat. But now no one has anything to wear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Girl, I get it. <laughs> so, Baby Groot got a home.
2: Baby Groot was sold, and is it a um, teenager? Uh, no, she's like early twenties. Early twenties, um, and and I gave her a great How big deal. Was baby Groot, sixteen. I'm a sixteen
0: three. Wow, yeah, he grew a lot. <laughs> you know, when you think Baby Groot, you think fourteen one. You don't think sixteen yeah. three.
2: Well, he's well. That's a that's why we called him that. Was he was just they looked like a baby. He just looked like a baby whore. Like he just looked so young and still does. Like you put him next to Drax, and he and Drax are the same age, and Drax looks like a giant muscly meathead, you know, and, and then grew is like this, like weird baby thing. So, um, so yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, and I love that she kept the name, but I had to tell you too. So when I sold Oki, when I adopted Oki, okay. Okie came for training and I was told that her name is little bit Oki, a little bit Oki. That's her registered name. Well, there is a a breeder that lives in Oklahoma that puts the name Oki in all of their names. Like every one of their horses has the name Oki. It's like kitten, you know. I'm like, proud you know, all to be an these...
0: Oklahoman, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So all the horses that come from there all have the name Oki. So this was a little bit Oki. I did all this research. I found some pictures. I mean, I did all this, and I was like showing Chad these impressive photos of her when she was like three, running, and now she's six and she's so chill. And I'm like, how could this even be the same horse? <laughs> It wasn't. That's not her name. <laughs> Oki's name is not a little bit Oki. Oki's name is Valoki. V A L O K I E. Valoki. Valoki or Valoki or whatever. So I was like, this can't be the same horse because it wasn't the same horse. And now what's really funny is that this organization that breeds all these horses donates a lot of their horses to horse and hound because they know they're going to get good homes and currently coming to my house today for training. Is a little bit okie. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Because she just she had so many okies at her place that she, oh, that's a little bit okie. Grab that one. They all wear neck collars and everything like that, and she knew what horse she was sending. She just wrote the name down wrong, you know. So now a little bit okie is actually coming in for training, and I'm curious how many people are like. She needs to go to Chad's
0: method of identifying them. (laughs) (laughs)
2: the one with the weird eyeballs yeah
0: (laughs) that weird one over there
2: the white (laughs) thing on its nose (laughs) yeah that's true because I I used to describe them as the mare or the gelding and the brown one or or the brown now they're all bay it seems like and uh, I had a mare come with the gelding and the mare kicked the gelding so now I'm like you can only bring two they come two at a time. Two mares or two geldings. Like, I don't want to mix it up again because that caused problems. They have to be turned out together. And so the mare and the gelding is now no more. So now they're, they're both geldings and they were both brown. This time I got a bay and a chestnut. So I'm like the bay or the chestnut, and he's like, uh, I don't know, is that the one that drinks because it's liquor, or the one that's really tall because the other one's like 17 hands. <laughs> so it's the one that drinks and the one that's tall. The one before was the one that kicked, and then the one with the eyeball, and there's the one with the tendon, and there's <laughs> the one with the, you know, the, the quiet one. <laughs> so yeah, he does identify them all in his own unique way. <laughs>
0: Very cool. So I have to ask you about the house. So now that you've been in it for, what, a week? Yeah. About a week? So uh, what do you love about it?
2: Oh my God, everything.
0: Is there What is there? something... Do you keep going around and go, this is so nice? Like, yeah, so, like when you go to the bathroom or when you go in the kitchen? You know what?
2: Or, I, the view, every time I look uh, out the window, every morning... You do have morning, a pretty great view. Yeah. Well, it, and it, the view is out my window in my bedroom too. And I lay on that side and I don't have any blinds yet, which kind of sucks in the morning. So it wakes me up super early. So I get up super early and I look out and there's deer. Uh, there's always some sort of weird wildlife. Like a coyote was walking through the backyard and... It, they have you gone like, and
0: sat and had your coffee on the balcony yet?
2: Oh, what do you think I do here? Like <laughs> every, It's like every every place in this house is either a coffee or a wine station. You know? <laughs> do
0: you have a coffee pot in the bedroom so you don't have to go downstairs? I, I
2: don't chat. I'm like, I'm going to have to get one everywhere. My bedroom's downstairs, so it's a short Oh, yeah, that's so right. Yeah, The yeah. balcony's downstairs. But you need one
0: like, up in your office, too.
2: I know. Hey. Put that on the list.
0: Korg machine for the office. And uh, Korg machines would be perfect for an office because then you don't have to worry about running and getting water, right? It's yeah, just in there. That's true. Yeah.
2: I could just keep it in there and just hit the button and yeah. quit running. I, I told Chad, I'm like, I need a dumbwaiter, one of those little like pulley lever things so you can fill up my coffee and then just zip it right back upstairs. <laughs> but you're right. I should just get another coffee pot.
0: For yeah. My I mean, Korg machines have come down in price, <clears throat> they're not as expensive as they used to be. And then like you, even during the show, you could just, you wouldn't even have to get up. You just hit the button.
2: My God, that's genius. You know now what you know I'm what to get me for Christmas.
0: <clears throat> what's been driving me nuts is most of the listeners, especially the auditors know I stand up to do the show for the last, what, five years after I got my stand-up desk. And, my arm that holds my mic, the little attachment thing at the bottom, broke. Snap last week. After I've had this thing for years, and I've had to sit down because my mic stand will not fit on my desk, and it's just a weird situation. So it's coming today, and it just felt—it just feels weird not standing up to do the show. It's very strange because I stand up to record every show I do.
2: Oh my gosh! And
0: I just—I because I, I walk and I fidget. <laughs> Can't That's do a that.
2: weird thing because the, my, when I moved here, my microphone used to be on the right side of my desk where the computer was. Now it's on the left and I'm looking to the left and I feel weird. I can't imagine like the whole like standing up versus sitting down. You guys... Did, 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 you most radio
0: here? people stand up, don't they?
2: Uh, no, because yeah. like when I was on the Burt show, everybody sat down because you were in there for five hours. Oh, okay. But I'm doing the traffic and when I would talk I was standing up because I'm a Tweaker,
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I need to right. be doing. Something. Yeah, me too. That's why I like um, standing up.
2: <laughs> i will have a stand-up desk.
0: Yeah, you but could yeah. put the one I have would fit on your desk. Actually,
2: I uh, think ho- doing this talk show type thing, it's probably better if I sit down because I slow down. Maybe. Oh yeah. I mean, can it, is you that why I always sign
0: hyper? Here? Maybe because I'm standing up and fidgeting the whole time.
2: Yeah, you should stand a relax. <laughs>
0: I've hated sitting down. It's been awful. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So yeah, we did that poll, and that was interesting. Um, that was very interesting. Hey, we, we are we allowed to talk? At, can we give the auditors a little sneak preview? Because it it is confirmed. You probably don't even know, but you guys are going to be doing some special things with Monty here coming up.
2: Oh, am I? Tell me more.
0: <laughs> I told Debbie, them? I'm
2: like, I'll do whatever. I don't care.
0: Well, we're they're going to start weekly uh, uh, Facebook lives. And, weekly? Yes. I did not you, know that. You don't know that? <laughs> Starts this Thursday, actually. Um, okay. Yeah, so you might want to check with Debbie, but uh, uh, as far as I know, you're co-hosting it, and you're going to cool. meet some, you're going to get to hang out with some really cool people though. The, the people that are going to be, what's the thing coming up in June? What's it called? The movement. The movement. And they're going to be people that are going to be guests at the movement, are going to be joining you ahead of time. Awesome. So you're yeah. going to get to speak to some like pretty famous people.
2: Well, famous, like Temple Grandin, yes. but also uh, Dr. Siemens is yes. going to be a, oh my God, is he going to come on up and yes. see his face? ah oh, I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> so that's going to be coming up and we'll let you know more details, but that's a little cheat there. And the other thing is we're looking at putting together, this will be for next week now, we've had to postpone it a week, and we're looking at putting together an equestrian artist's uh I'm calling it a showcase because you didn't know what a trunk show was, so we're not going to call it a trunk show. A showcase where we're going to get 10 equestrian artists on, on Facebook Live in an hour. Gonna each get five minutes, and we're going to boom, boom, boom through them, and they're going to get to show their art. We'll get to talk to them, and it'll kind of be a way to highlight more of them that we're not getting to this week.
2: I'm not the only one who didn't know what a trunk show was.
0: <laughs> it's funny that uh, that Heels Down called There's a Trunk Show. Obviously, she knew. I think you have to be a person of a certain age. To know what a truck show is. I got 300 old. years old. Uh.
2: I'm not old. <laughs> That's like the only thing I'm not old for. Awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, so we're going to try and get that done next week. And <laughs> My uh,
2: brother called me yesterday. He's like, Jamie, do you feel, now that you're living in that house, do you feel like a grown-up?
0: <laughs> well, I was like, going to ask you. Well, that is a good question. Let's answer that one first. Do you? Like you're real now?
2: Uh No. No, I, uh, or do you feel like you're living in someone else's house (laughs) when you have a, when you have a baby and you're at the hospital and you've been there for like your prescribed two days or whatever. And then they're like, okay, you can go. And you're like, what? You mean I just leave with this thing? I don't know how to take care of this thing. What are you talking about? Like, I had no idea what to do with the baby. And they're just like, bye, discharge, dump you out. You're gone. So the great So then we had our meeting with our builder and he's like, okay, everything's good. Here's your keys. See you later. I was like, what? I don't know how to take care of this thing. What do I do? (laughs) So yeah, that's how I feel. Do not feel like an adult.
0: (laughs) So is there one thing, you always find something in a house when you move in, even if you build it, that you go, why did I do that? Uh, Do you have that one thing yet?
2: Mm, No, no. See, you
0: could be an ace architect and you don't even know it
2: I, I i i'm remember this house i did not design this house i got tired of designing i know, houses, you
0: stole it from- <laughs> and i
2: stole it and i said take me to houses you've already designed i'm gonna walk through and pick one but i did add the balcony and added a bigger garage we like did some stuff to make it our own um and all the things that we added we're quite happy with I'm like I wish that the bathroom tile floor and the like downstairs powder room was the bathroom tile floor in my current bathroom, my master, because I like it better. So there's that.
0: <laughs> well, I got to tell tile. you, we're all of us that have lived <laughs> through this nightmare with you uh, are very happy, and, and Jennifer is happy too. She said Thank to you. tell you that she's very happy oh. for you and your beautiful new house. We all know what it's, you know, those of us that bought houses know what it's like to, you know, move into, we've never built one, but... You know, Do you want me to it. tell
2: you one thing before I let you go? Yeah. To tell you one thing that surprised It didn't cause up. a
0: divorce, which is something for people building houses together. So that's Ooh, something.
2: We're so happy. We're just like a young married couple. It's awesome. <laughs> um, so here's the problem. Uh, like I was saying. The mortgage? The, the sun comes up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a pretty big problem. We had a hailstorm before our first mortgage payment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But the sun comes up in the morning directly out my window and it's blinding. And I wake up at like 642, like, ah, blinded, like I'm staring into the sun, you know? And so I, I was like, I don't know what people, so I Google like blinds and there's blind companies that will come up to your house and measure and like bring samples. And so I didn't know what I wanted. So I found this blind store called bargain blinds and the guy never called me back. So then I found this blind store called the shady lady. And I'm like, Oh, shady
0: lady, shady
2: lady. I was like, only in Oklahoma.
0: That's great. I loved
2: it. I was like, that is such a great idea. So I call them and they're like, since you don't know what you want, you come on in. And I go in, I'm looking at these blinds on the wall. I'm like, I don't know. I just want something to like block the sun when it comes up in the morning. Great. We'll bring some different options price wise. So they come out and she measures everything. And she's showing Chad nice and some blinds, and like he's like, "I don't care, you pick." And so I pick. Can, I'm can like,
0: I, "Can I guess?" Oh.
2: Six windows, Glenn. I was having the, the French doors downstairs, two windows downstairs, and two windows upstairs. And she she hands me. She didn't tell me the price. She hands me the iPad over my shoulder, and she's like, "Here it is." And my reaction was, "Good God, what?"
0: <laughs> can I guess four thousand for those six windows?
2: Yes it was like 3800
0: people are shocked when they get custom blinds made.
2: i was like what this is a thing and and i probably scared the poor lady because i mean but she must have known because she didn't tell me the price she just handed me the like ipad with the thing and she's like here you go and i was like what no huh and i was like how about we just do we're gonna do the doors because that's what i see and then my mother-in-law's like, "Oh no, you just go to like Lowe's or Home Depot and they will come out and measure and like put them up for you cuz all I could see was like Chad and I getting divorced over installing blinds." <laughs> and like I'm not going to have it. So I didn't know. So that's my like first big girl mistake. Like again, I didn't know how to take care of this place and I didn't know what to do. People
0: think blinds are cheap, you know, and that and they are if you buy them at Walmart, right? But <laughs> Uh-huh. But boy, when you go get your first real grown-up blinds, <laughs> I was shocked I was like, too. We were shocked too. We had this one big window. I mean, it's a big window in the one house and we it, the sun, you're right, the sun just came in. it was like it would the room would get up to five thousand degrees. And you know a thousand dollars later it was like, oh huh, well, that solved that problem, but it <laughs> sure wasn't cheap. yeah. It's like, I it's, could have bought the whole window for a thousand dollars.
2: I mean, really like, it's crazy. I was shocked. I was shocked. And so, mm-hmm, yeah, that's, did you that just escort was... her to her car? You know what? I, I really quickly kind of need the buns, but the rest, I told you, I, I, so I, I just bought the two, the cheapest ones were the doors. So I bought those. And then, uh, I was like, we'll call you about the rest. You know, i am never gonna call. Um, and I told Chad, I'm like, is it okay if we, like, get the, like, twisty curtain rods that, so, like, you can put in the window frame, like, pull them out and, like, twist it. And, like, they you can buy the curtains at, like, you know, Walmart, Walmart. or Amazon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's exactly. like, yes. $5. For sure. Definitely do that. <laughs> and, you know, you can buy uh, dark curtains, the, cur- the, you know, the anti-daylight curtains. Yeah, uh,
2: I. That's what we're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, you I can bu- buy I, those. I did buy some fancy ones for like you know one window. Yeah. I I spent four hundred dollars. Like
0: come on. I mean, you can buy the curtains that really do. Or the blackout curtains are called. So you can buy those. So I have them for like the studio here for when up, I. So. They're behind me when I do the videos because if you have light behind you, you get all washed out. So I have those for the. Yeah, we bought them for our bedrooms too. We can't. Jennifer can't stand light coming in the morning, so she'd yeah. hate your house. <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. well, that's the thing is like, I really needed that done so I can sleep and they really need to be like, fl- anyway, these are like 100% light blocking. So perfect. Um, I was hey, like, we have, have to go. Knows? We're
0: way over. So let's, uh, let's call it okay. a day. Hey, okay. Jennifer says, thank you, everybody, for the birthday messages. She really appreciated that Happy too. Have a great day, Jennifer. <clears throat> all right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see all you right. all uh, here tomorrow and Jamie be back on Wednesday.
2: All right, bye.